Hey, hey, hey. This is Lisa A., and you're listening to Who's That Star on LCC Connect at Lansing Community College. Who's That Star is a behind-the-scenes show where I sit down and talk with the employees at the college. This is an inside look at LCC where you will have a chance to learn about their passions, projects, what inspires them both at work and in their personal lives. I'm your host, Lisa Alexander. I'm so excited to get a chance to talk to all the people who make LCC great. This show is for you to get to know the people that work at Lansing Community College a little bit more and see what makes them tick. Are you ready? Okay, let's go see who's today's star. I'm so excited to have today's guest on Who's That Star. He is new to LCC community and comes to us with a vast amount of experience in his field. This star was born in Queens, New York, but his family moved to a small town in northern New Jersey where he grew up. He began his career in law enforcement with the Baltimore Police Department in March of 2001. He was assigned to the patrol division in the Northwestern District, where he spent most of his career. He has worked in the Flex Unit and the Narcotics Narcotics Division, and he also worked two years in the Violent Crimes Impact Division. During his work in the Northwestern District, our star established relationships with the colleges and universities in the areas where he worked. He worked closely both with faculty and students, as well as campus security at Baltimore Community College, Copen State University, University of Baltimore, and University of Maryland Satellite Campus. He has had many promotions throughout his career. He was promoted to sergeant in 2008. Then he became a lieutenant in 2015. He would later become the commanding officer of the Western District Operations Unit District Action Team. In 2000, excuse me, in December of 2017, he was promoted to captain and moved to Central District. Then May of 2018, he was promoted to major, where he served as commanding officer of Central District. He has received many commendations over his 20-year career. Many came for his service during the civil unrest in 2015 that happened in Baltimore. As the climate and policing began to change, our star was appointed by the police commissioner to serve as both co-chair and head chair on numerous administrative oversight hearings. He was appointed to this position largely due to his reputation for demonstrating high level of integrity and objectivity. He served in this role until he retired at the rank of major in May of 2021. Let's find out who's today's star. Drum roll, please. Today's star is Daryl Gaines, LCC Police Chief. We're so glad to have you here, Chief Gaines. Thank you for having me. So I have so many questions to ask you. So I'm just ready to get started. Okay. Mm -hmm. So can you tell me a little bit about who you are and what is important in your life right now? Well, you touched on a little bit. I'm from originally from New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a small town. It's uh, Bergen County, New Jersey. I grew up in a town called Hillsdale. Mm -hmm. It's about 20, 25 minutes outside of New York City. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... 
Uh, big sports fan, so uh, my, I'm very loyal to my teams. Oh yeah, because uh, I'm gonna ask you later yeah, on. I about. know you're going, there, <laughs> but I, I just start by saying that that you loyal. loyal. Okay, very so loyal. I know where to go. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I uh, grew up in a decent sized family. Mm-hmm. I have uh, two brothers. I have a sister, uh, mother and father. Okay. Uh, stayed together for a long time. Still together. So I'm, I have strong belief system and family, right? Uh, values and and you know ethics and morals and things like that. Those things were instilled instilled in me uh, by my mother and father, and and you know just a close knit family, uncles, aunts. Yeah. Uh, Where are you in birth order? Uh, I am the middle child. Okay. So I'm third. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I get a little bit of a mixed bag. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then um, you know I I spent probably the first 30 years of my life in New Jersey before I finally decided, um, you know, I wanted to become police officer. I met my wife in 1999. Okay. Uh, in New Jersey, she was going to school at Montclair state. She was uh, going for her master's. Okay. And, uh, it was kind of funny because our families actually were connected before we met. Oh, really? Yeah. My, my sister, uh, my older sister, she worked with, my wife's brother-in-law, who was oh. her sister's wife, they worked at Colgate in New York City together. Wow. Yeah, so you had the whole match thing going on. Yeah. They were trying to get us together for a long time, and we finally ended up meeting because my wife's sister is actually the, was the director, still is, uh, but at the time was the director of the preschool that my niece was going to. Okay. My, my sister's daughter. Um, and so we, they had a fundraiser. I finally agreed, okay, I'll go to the fundraiser, I'll meet her, and pretty much have not been apart since. The rest so is the history. The rest is history there. So they knew what they were doing, they, huh? They knew what was happening. <laughs> I, give them, I give them credit. Good. Uh, you owed them. It was a match made in heaven. That's wonderful. And so you know, me and my wife have been married for 22 years now. We've got two daughters. Oh, wow. Yep. And so from Jersey, we, you know, when I decided to get on the police department, we looked around for, and it's like I was saying before, you know, at the time, I didn't have a college degree yet. Mm-hmm. And um, my first, um, you know, what I first wanted to do was be a police officer in the New York, New Jersey area where I grew up. Okay. But, um, you know, the departments up there, they required you to have a college degree at the time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I couldn't get on there, uh, which ended up bringing me to Baltimore. You didn't, you didn't need a college degree to get on there at the time mm-hmm. in Baltimore, so... I uh, had been through there a couple of times. My sister lived in Virginia. Mm. We used to pass through Baltimore a lot. I always liked the city. Um, always thought it had a lot to offer. And, I, you know, of course, I had to get the approval from the wife. I mm. said, what do you think about Baltimore? She said, anywhere but Jersey. She, right. was not, she was not a fan of Jersey. Okay. So we ended up moving to Baltimore. Got on the police department and raised the kids there and was there for 20 years. And now I'm in Lansing. The rest is history, rest huh? The rest is history. Yeah, that... Um, yeah. That's a great story. Yeah. And, you know, you still kept going. You mm. you found a place for you yeah. where you were. Right. But then you still did end up getting a degree. Yeah, got my degree. Um, I, I, I got my degree while I was, I guess it was um, when I was a sergeant. Um, you know, Baltimore has had some policies at the time, too. Mm-hmm. And you can only move up so high in the ranks without a college degree. Oh, okay. And, you know, it's funny, I, I remember, I remember, I, I guess it might have been, I had three or four years on the department at the time, and I went out to visit my parents. They were living in the Poconos at the time. And my dad was, we were having, a, I was having a conversation with my father, and he was like, well, 
you know, you got Simone and you've got the two the two kids now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are your plans? Right. Because at the time, I was I was in working in narcotics at the time. I was perfectly happy with just being a narcotics detective. Oh yeah. And I was just going to stay there. And, and you know, I had no plans on you know trying to get promoted or anything like that. And you know, my dad told me he said, you know, you it's not about you anymore. Right. You know, it's about your family. It's about giving them the best life that they can have. Because that's dangerous in narcotics, right? Yeah, it's dangerous yeah. work, and and you know, especially in a in a city with violence like mm-hmm. Baltimore has. And I think, um, you know, he was thinking about that. Right. But I think he was more talking about my mentality at the time because I was so used to just living for myself. Mm. You know, even before I met my wife, mm-hmm. um, you know, I didn't really have anybody else to consider. Mm-hmm. And so it was an adjustment for me to to make that transition and realize it's really not about me. Anymore. Right. Yeah. It's about my kids. It's about my wife. And it's about giving them the best life that I possibly could. So, you know, my my father basically hit me upside the head and it was like, you need to start looking to get promoted. Don't make lateral moves. Right. You need to to move up. And so I realized that in order to really, really move up, I was going to have to go back to school and get my degree. It's it's always good when somebody can give you some insight, you know, to kind of push you along that you care about that got, you know, that you trust their consult. So I think that's great. Yeah. Well, can you tell me, about your work at LCC, like what's what's the day in the life of a chief police on a college campus? Well, I mean, it's it's definitely different. It's different from where I came from, but you know, here here at LCC, I'm I'm basically everything public safety. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, even when I first got here, you know, the first thing I, I really had to do was sort of assess the entire department, mm-hmm. try to figure out. Um, how to make us better, how to make us more sustainable, um, and how to really build relationships. Right. You know, the one thing that um, I always learned from Baltimore was that building and maintaining strong relationships will pay off in the long run. For sure. And so not just, not just building relationships with, you know, other police jurisdictions um, for partners, but really building relationships within the college campus. Right, I noticed that because I know I jacked that name up. <laughs> what, what's the college? Was it? Coppin State. Coppin, yeah. okay, Coppin. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so yeah, I saw that. It was Baltimore yeah. Community College, Coppin, mm-hmm. uh, University of Maryland, and then yeah. University of Baltimore. Yeah. So you have experience working with really different kinda, campuses. Yeah, yeah, bridging those gaps. And, and you know, Baltimore is, is obviously different. It's It's a... You know, the amount of uh, schools in Maryland, I mean, they have a ton of ton of colleges mm-hmm. in Maryland, but specifically in Baltimore, there's a lot of colleges in Baltimore. And most of the colleges in Baltimore have their own uh, police. Yeah. Um, and so it's important to bridge those. You have to have those relationships to, you know, just just to have the communication, passing intelligence and mm-hmm. things like that. And I and I knew how effective that was when I came here. And so that was like one of my first goals when I got here was to start building those bridges, um, you know, with administrators, with with staff and mm-hmm. faculty, everybody that that is going to matter to making us good. Right. Everybody that's going to matter to making, you know, the college as safe as it could possibly possibly be as secure it can possibly be. You have to have everybody on the same page. Everybody's got to be moving in the same direction or else it doesn't work. Right. And so that was that was 
one of my primary goals when I first got here. Within my first hundred days, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I was an open book for people. I wanted to make sure that I was uh, accessible mm-hmm. for people. Um, I think, I think sometimes, you know, in police work, we kind of get closed off a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and we're not as accessible as we should be. Mm-hmm. And I want, I wanted to make sure that, you know, if 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 a faculty had an issue or if a staff member had an issue or even a student that I am not somebody that's not approachable. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt like that I was, uh, you did a presentation mm-hmm. that I went to yeah. with the, um, with the, mm-hmm. the violent the active shooter. Yeah. Active yeah. shooter. And so I was like, Oh, we got the police chief yeah. presenting to us. <laughs> and I thought that was cool. You yeah. know, that yeah. you took the time yeah. to do that, you know, yeah. along with, you know, your, well, I don't hide behind my, behind my position. Yeah. I'm I'm just a regular person that happens to be a police chief. That's, right. that's the way I approach my job. And I thought that was cool though. And I was like, oh, we are important to him. <laughs> you know, I mean that made us feel like, yeah. you know, you had it didn't feel like, oh, I got other things mm. better to do no. than deal with that. And so yeah, yeah. I appreciated that. No, it's my pleasure. I I love doing stuff like that. I love getting out and meeting people and stuff. And yeah, and it was people. interesting. And you know, we got to learn a lot and then you answered all our questions. So I was like yeah. And I felt, you know, secure. Mm. Well, you know, I felt better. That's good. That means we did our yeah, job. Yeah, you did. So <laughs> and I, and we had, you know, we got some tools, like different things to think about mm-hmm. in protecting ourselves. So yeah, it's it's important to have that situational awareness. Yeah, those kinds of just things. to be thinking about that, yeah. you know. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I'm aware. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, I I think sometimes we do we take that for granted. Yeah, you know, on our cell phones all the time and stuff. So yeah important. So tell me about why you work at LCC. What is it that keeps you coming back here? Because you could have retired. So Could have retired. Um, you know, it's funny, like halfway through my career in Baltimore, I started thinking about other challenges, mm-hmm. you know, because there really is a difference between working at a municipality in a, in a you know, mm-hmm. fairly large city and in a college. Right. And I knew that there was a difference there. I can tell just from talking to some of my, the people that I connect with mm-hmm. in Baltimore. And so um, I think, you know, as I sort of got towards the end of my career in Baltimore, I started thinking like, well, I'm not ready to just go home and sit on the couch. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to keep working. Yeah. Um, but I want a different challenge. I want something that I don't want to just go to another municipality police department and do the same thing I was doing. Cause Honestly, I felt like I had accomplished everything I, I, sh- I needed to accomplish. And I felt like I, I did more than that. Mm-hmm. I felt like, um, you know, I even surpassed some of my own expectations of Baltimore. Well, yeah, you did, especially I, with somebody that wanted to do just a lateral, just, you know, just the lateral yeah, moves. stay where yeah. you were. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you, you would have asked me 20 years ago if I would have retired a major, I probably laughed at you. But, you know, so I, I surpassed my own expectations there and I felt like, I don't want to just jump into the same pool. I want to do something. I I want to stay in in law enforcement, but I want to do it in a different capacity. And so, you know, it's funny because everything just seemed to line up. You Mm -hmm. know, my kids were were getting ready to go to college. And one of my first concerns is, okay, well, is the college they're going to safe? Mm. You know, and so I asked a lot of questions, you know, the the schools that they were looking at. So I started thinking about it. Well, maybe I should try going to a college because I know what it's like as a parent for your kids to go away to school and you're always wondering about, are they safe? That's a good point. You know what I mean? And so if I can impact that. Yeah. And, and I think the other reason, um, in all honesty is because we had gone through a period of time there 
um, probably from about, um, you know, we had the, the riots, mm-hmm. the civil unrest in Baltimore. And, um, uh, you know, during that time, we heard a lot of young people standing up and, and um, you know, really kind of voicing their opinions about police. And um, I, I just kind of felt like, well, what better way to impact and, and you know, start a different movement through law enforcement than directly um, dealing with young people. Right. Because they're the ones that are speaking out right now. They're the ones that have the biggest problem with us. That's true. And so I figured, you know, I've got experience. You know, I know, I know, I know this profession like the back of my hand. I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. And I said, well, let me try my hand at, at doing law enforcement on a college level and actually being able to interact and deal with uh, college age kids directly. You know what I mean? And so I think that's, that's, when I started looking, um, when I knew I was thinking about retiring and I started thinking about other employment, mm-hmm. I only looked at, at college okay. law enforcement. I didn't look at other police departments. Right. Uh, you know, I, I just looked in the direction of colleges because I thought it would be a challenge. I thought it would be different. I bet it. I mean, to me, it seems like coming from where you came from, like mm. a lot of excitement, yeah. a lot of stuff going yeah. on <laughs> that coming, well, yeah. to me, I would probably be, if I was your wife, I'd be happy you were coming yeah. to a college well, campus. But, I mean, there could be stuff that pops off. Yeah, but. sure. But, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I, I mean, listen, you know, it's no secret Baltimore is a very, it, it's a very violent city. Right. Um, and so I can only imagine what that must have been like for my wife for my parents, for my, you know, my family in yeah. general. Uh, every time I went to work, not knowing if I was going to make it home. Right, yeah. And so I I also had to take that into consideration along with looking for that other challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I took into consideration that, well, let me, let me try to slide into an area of law enforcement where my wife can actually sleep at night and not have to worry. You Man, know? I mean, yeah. Which, it's, I I have a very, very supportive family. I have a very supportive wife. She's a God-fearing woman. Mm-hmm. You know, we are a God-fearing family. Yeah. And I that is how I'm sure she got through most of my careers through prayer. I bet. And so just to ease that burden on her. Yeah. You know, and like you said, not to say that nothing can't happen at, at the school. Um, Lord knows we've seen a lot of right. things happening at the school, but it is definitely a different it's a completely different atmosphere. Yeah, and I think you, you know, I mean, you've done your time. Yeah, I mean, you I did, like I did. You did your time. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's mm. it's great that you have an opportunity to have a second career yeah. in something that you still enjoy, but yeah. you can see the benefits of, Absolutely. you know, helping other people in a different mm-hmm. way. So I think Absolutely. that's cool. Yeah. So what was your first job? <laughs> uh, let's see. This is going to be a little unbelievable, but... Um, I tell you, I grew up in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So my first job that I ever had, I think I was, I was maybe ten or eleven, uh-huh. and I had one of those fathers that believed that you get to work, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can do something exactly. So um, where the the uh, town that I grew up in it was a big orchard. Uh, it was called, well, I'm not going to say the name, but it was a big orchard, and it was very close to the house. Okay. And it was a place where um, a lot of the local residents would get all their vegetables and their fruit and stuff. It was basically a farm. Okay. And so um, my father had me go down to the head guy 
and asked him for a job, and they gave me a job in the orchard picking peaches. Okay. Which was miserable. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it was miserable. You're out there, and it's hot, and the peach fuzz is sticking to you, and you're itchy. and Bugs. Oh, everything, everything. Because the peaches are sweet, so you can bees and that, stuff, right? Everything. Oh, All man. kinds of bugs and bees and, oh, my goodness. But that was, I'll say this. That was my introduction into the workforce, but mm-hmm. that that was a miserable job. I hated it. Yeah, <laughs> but you you take something from every every place, so right? I took something from that job. Well, that that's 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 an interesting one. I wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> I, one, I, I, you know, a lot of people wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. So, what are some of your hobbies, and how did you get into them? Um, well, I love to fish. I mean, that's one thing, and and I don't get to do it much uh, because of work, and you know. I just just don't get to do it as as much as I would like to. But my uncle, my uncle Randy, got me into fishing. He used to uh, fish on the Bassmaster Tour for a oh. short period of time. Yeah, he actually um, he was he played football at Howard, and then he I think he played a very short time uh, with the Redskins. But after he had an injury, mm-hmm. and he was always a big big fisherman, and so he ended up taking it up as a profession and. When we got old enough, he would take us out fishing with him. He would teach oh, us how to cool. do it. That's cool. Yeah. So ever since, I've just been, I love fish. I love the bass fish. So you think you're a pro? No. Okay. I know I'm not a pro. <laughs> but I do enjoy it. I, and okay. I will catch fish when I go out there. I have some idea of what I'm doing. So have you been to any places in Michigan? Not yet. That's what I'm, I really, really want to go. Oh, well, we got to get you to some spots around town. I heard you, you guys got some some lakes. Yeah, because they got somewhere. Sleepy Hollow. Hmm. And you can go out there, and there's a couple of places. Yeah. Uh, my partner, he goes fishing sometimes, okay. so I'll try to get some names for yeah. you and let you know. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, aside from that, I'm a sports junkie. Okay. I'm all about my sports teams. We can get into okay, it. Okay, good, because I, I normally wait and use this for the last question, mm-hmm. but I'm going to have to ask you. Now, I already know that you're not from Michigan. You know this. But I have to put this out here. Okay. Are you go green or are you go blue? Okay, so this is a hard one for me. Okay. Okay, because I, my own family, okay, my father, my older brother, Corey, my cousin, Amber, uh-huh. uh, they are all graduates of UM. Really? Yes. My father went to um, undergrad at UM. Okay. My brother went to UM business school, graduated from the business school, and my cousin, Amber, is a graduate of UM. Okay, so. But on the other hand, my wife's family mm-hmm. is all Michigan State. Okay, wife's family. So it is a difficult, <laughs> it is a tough line to tow. Um, but I was given specific instructions when I moved here from my family yeah. that I am not to uh, deviate from Go Blue. Yeah, I get it. I mean, yeah. you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Y'all don't invest <laughs> enough cash in U of M that yeah, I could yeah. see that, you mm-hmm. know, that's a, yeah. that you can do that. And that's okay. We still love Listen, the I U of M people. I don't not root for Michigan State. I I just, you, you know, just got to root for U of M when it's, sure yeah. I root for UM. Actually, my wife's, uh, my wife's uncle, her father's brother was a professor at UM for, okay. I think 40 years. Okay. So we got ties to both schools. Okay. I mean, uh, that's fair. <laughs> but um, with that being said, yeah, I am a Giants fan. Okay. And I'm a Mets fan. Okay. Anything. And I'm a Nets fan. 
uh, you know, they were in New Jersey for a long time before they moved to Brooklyn. Right. So I'm very, very loyal to my teams. Okay. You know, and yeah. I get that. I, that's mm-hmm. me. I'm loyal mm-hmm. to all my teams, too. Right. Even the Lions. You should I'm, be. <laughs> I'm, I'm loyal to all of my teams. I team. know the pain. I've been so, a Giant fan for a very long time. Right. So I know the pain. But, yeah, you got to be a loyal fan. Mm-hmm. So I, I do appreciate that. Absolutely. So do you live by any piece of advice or a motto? I do. Um, so I told you that I'm, you know, we're a God-fearing family. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, every morning that would, when I wake up, I always thank God for giving me another day because it's not promised. Right. So I always say a little silent prayer to myself, thanking, thanking the good Lord for mm-hmm. another day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then somebody said something to me a long, long time ago. And it made a lot of sense to me because um, of the personality that I had and how I grew up. But I always remind myself every morning when I wake up that yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is not promised. Mm -hmm. But for today, I'm okay. And that that to me, um, it's a reminder to myself not to dwell on the bad days. You know, and don't worry about what hasn't happened yet. Right. But just be grateful, be blessed that you have today to have a better day. You know, that's that's kind of how I wake up every morning. That's what that's those are the things that I tell myself mm-hmm. before I start my day. Um, and yeah, that that's those are those are two things that are almost like ritual with me at this point. Well, I definitely think the, those are great models and mm-hmm. I, I model, excuse me, and I think that. We're going to end on that mm. because we, we've already talked. And I still got a whole bunch of questions that I could ask you, but I only have a short <laughs> amount of time. So we definitely going to have to bring you back. I would love to come back. I appreciate you taking time to come on Who's That Star Today. Yeah. Um, I think it's good that we get an opportunity to get to know that the people that protect us. Mm. And yeah. um, I think that, like I said, I was really impressed with you. I, I, I appreciate you. the training that you gave us. And so... Not a problem. Um, I'm hoping that you're here with us for a long time. That's the plan. All right. It's well, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. You guys, um, I will see you soon. And make sure to tune in to Who's That Star? You've been listening to Who's That Star? I'm Lisa A. And you can listen to this episode of Who's That Star? And other shows from LCC Connect anytime online at lccconnect.org. Thank you for listening. Catch me next time to find out who's that star. Who's that star?